right. Okay. Back for our fifth podcast. Fifth? Yeah. That's five weeks. I mean, we it's over a month now. Yeah. I feel committed to it. <laughs> the fifth. Yeah. We should almost be silent. All right, good. Okay, there you go. Um, well, it's been, yeah, so they say that in order to, like, set up a habit, it takes, like, 30 days of doing it mm. straight. Not that we've done it every day for 30 days, but we've done yeah. it for 30 days. It's been on my mind for more than 30 days. Yeah. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, welcome to our unnamed podcast that is still unnamed. We'll figure out a name. Yeah. We have to figure out a name. Should spend more time on it. Yeah, we should do I it. Haven't spent any. We should do it live. We should have a podcast where we actually come Talking up with a name. Yeah, right. We'll see where this goes. Yeah. Oh, we could. Yeah. Today we'll see. What Today, happens. yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, so <clears throat> normally we start everything with um, we start the podcast with information verification, but I was I was listening to to the previous podcast and there isn't we can't really verify any of it. I mean, unless we dug deep and. Facebook? Yeah, basically. <laughs> You'd have to go to a post. Yeah. You'd have to go deep into Facebook. But so there's no information verification this week. But I think we wanted to keep going with the idea of our experiences with church and um, talk about, I think, mo- mostly about your experience um, and how, because um, you, just to, just to reframe everything, um, we talked about our backgrounds last week and then we talked about. Um, you had gone to Eugene and started um, because of school, and then you started working for a church there. Yeah. Yeah. So I wanted to kind of dive in. And actually, I, let me ask you this question. Why did you leave initially? Was it really... I know that, I know that there were opportunities there, but yeah. was there anything lingering here that you were like, I got to get away from it? Yeah, like everything. Yeah, <laughs> I was sick of everything. I, I had just ended my first serious relationship uh which lasted like two and a half years yeah or so like from from high school into college and I my buddies had all moved away to or or were really focusing on school and I was focused on more on like church work and doing ministry stuff so I I was going to you know PCC and Mm -hmm. doing church churchy stuff so yeah, I just kind of wanted to get away. You needed a fresh start. Yeah, and I, I didn't want to do church stuff, so I, I, did, I just left thinking that <laughs> I was going to get away from it all. But it turns out that I got sucked back into it. Yeah. Because I moved in, and we rebelled for a little bit. And then, and then all of a sudden, we all kind of had that moment where we were like, is all this worth it? You know, what are, oh. we, what are we doing? And we all started to question our faith and like... Oh, all the things we had been doing, like how could we live like this? How could we like be drinking all the time mm-hmm. and doing stupid stuff? Not we actually looking back, we could have been way crazier. We weren't weren't <laughs> that crazy. It was yeah. like pretty much alcohol only. That which for some college kids is very tame. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and well, uh, you can dive down that rabbit hole yeah, pretty can, quick. Yeah, especially when you live in a fraternity. I didn't, but if you live in a fraternity with people with access to money or other people and you, you can get involved in some interesting stuff mm-hmm. thankfully i was surrounded by cool friends that i had known for a while one of them or two of them grew up with and uh yeah we got we had crazy times but we didn't like you know 
burn down buildings and yeah. do crazy <laughs> drugs. But anyway, but yeah, we got to a point where we all questioned everything and w- was it all worth it? And then we turned our house into a Bible study house and are we after you had that conversation yeah kind of after all we all like questioned stuff we all we moved into another house the that the after that year Mm -hmm. that crazy year and then basically we're like yeah we all got involved in different ministries i started doing the middle school and high school ministry stuff and my best friend was doing like college stuff and then my other roommate who is now a best friend as well like these guys have just like no forever I feel like uh but yeah he was doing college stuff as well so we all got really super involved and mm-hmm. you know I was making announcements on Sundays in front of the congregation and doing worship team and doing the college and helping out with college worship because I was still technically in college yeah I was doing middle school ministry and then the summer camps stuff and coordinating all that and then everybody and then we turned our house into a bible study center and yeah so but all the while you were still still you were still back and forth with like I mean, we're still enjoying ourselves like <laughs> we were just more mature about it i would say oh, okay we were when you say mature about it what does that mean quiet okay yeah <laughs> secretive <laughs> secretive yeah understanding that hey the, the impact of maybe your decisions it don't really it doesn't impact anyone until they know about it and oh. I think we all kind of we all kind of had a discussion about that, and that mm-hmm. might sound really weird and like kind of <laughs> sneaky, but but when you think about it, like n- no one, the decisions you make that are yours and impact your life don't have anything to do with anyone else. Like unless you make a decision to activate a bomb or or like. Pull mm-hmm. a trigger and uh, with a gun that's pointed at someone or something, or give some kid or buy some kid alcohol. Yeah, or yeah, exactly. Unless your actions actually physically impact someone else, or or the words you say are like extremely aimed at torturing someone mentally, your your decisions are kind of your own, and they mm-hmm. don't impact anyone else besides you you until the other people know, and then all of a sudden they're they're perspective changes of you because so you whatever. essentially had to fake it so you have a chameleon that's kind of what you're <laughs> called to do you're called to okay if i want to enjoy life i do the things that, that make me feel good and have fun mm-hmm. and then if i want to do what i'm passionate about then i that requires me to have a job where i have a certain appearance mm-hmm. and those two things and those, are extremely polar opposites yeah so they were indirect Con- like they were in conflict with each other yeah yeah so how did you justify that in your brain if you were like i'm saying some stuff like i'm saying some stuff on sunday morning yeah. or whatever and then all of a sudden you're not living it the next day yeah Oops. it was just <laughs> hitting the table yeah i i don't know you do, you never you... justified it in your head i never cared about i didn't never wanted to oh okay i was like I, why why would i like no one knows i'm not impacting anyone mm-hmm. i'm I, I i do believe in the some of the stuff i was saying i don't believe in how hard i was pushing it i was pushing it very hard like you know whoops pray and go to church and mm-hmm. you know when you worship you fall on your knees but like kind of like i yeah i never did the normal yeah 
I, I, when I sang that songs of worship, I never actually did the actions that I was singing. Mm. And, and the people around me didn't either. So at that point, we're all a little bit dichotomous. You have, yeah, you have two sides. Way. Yeah, you have a coin. Yeah. We're saying one thing, we're, but we're acting a different way. Yes. And, but instead of, you know, being debaucherous and then having a job or whatever you want to call it and then mm. having a job where you're called to be pure and holy that's kind of that's kind of crazy to have those two yeah. hand in hand but honestly there were a lot of people that in the same situation that of me with as me oh probably who just kind of showed up and had bad habits that just kind of carried on and i and but i had a job that called me to not do things like that mm-hmm. um do you think that so then if your driving force was, so the driving force essentially for staying on with the church was like, it was related to passion, but passion, not in terms of, not in terms of the actual words spoken from the pages of the Bible, but actually the passion of like having these kids have a ton of fun, having these yeah. kids like enjoy their time at youth group. Yeah. Yeah. Cause for me it wasn't, yeah, yeah, sure. If someone decides to follow and accept uh, what we were what we were preaching and telling and and become a believer and a follower you know that that was one that's like a totally different thing for me that's their decision and I'm not in charge of that and if I believe what I was saying I believed and I do believe in most of it uh, it was just not it then they they are either going to make the decision or not I will not be the influencer yeah God is right yeah. so I was just a messenger who was, my goal was not to convert people. My goal was to say, hey, this kid has a really hard time in life and they need to understand that being dumb is okay and being silly is a cool and having a good time is more important than like trying to look cool to everyone. That was my goal and I think I succeeded really well at that. Mm-hmm. As far as converting a bunch of kids to Christianity, I don't think I succeeded at that and I, that doesn't bother me. No, I don't think, what, well, what? I agree with you that it isn't your, mm-hmm. like, it's it's not your decision or it's not your, whatever you're going to do isn't going to necessarily convert that person. Yeah. Um, and then even me, I'm not so much into, like, the goal is to convert. I, I don't know. Yeah. that. To me, it's not, that doesn't make a ton of sense. There was um, a time where that was, like, the thing. Yeah. Like, oh, we have tracks and in your there, pocket Yeah, there's time. still a ton of people that believe that, and that's fine. <laughs> yeah, um, if you're, if you feel, Yeah, if you feel like you're led to do it, then totally. I'm not going to stop you. Yeah. Um, it's not, that's not going to be my approach, I don't think. Um, but so, what do you, I mean, what do you think? I mean, you've been involved, in, and you don't, not to, not to ask what secrets you have, but I mean, like, as far as what, what that sounds like to you, so for someone, especially who's still involved today, mm-hmm. does that sound in like insanity to have to have two lives at the same time that and not lose sleep over it? <laughs> if you so, if they laid it out and they were very specific with what they wanted you to do, um, then it's just like any other job, right? If they were like, yeah, you've got to convert these people, or you've got to maintain a certain like um standard of abstinence from drinking or drugs or anything like that then it's it, you treat it i would say you treat it like a job of like okay i when i worked at the hospital 
you can't like show up high and you can't show up drunk. Um, that's not the way to do it. Yeah. Um, and so <laughs> I guess, yeah, in, in my mind, if you treated it like a job and the expectations weren't stated that you were going to need to stay abstinent from alcohol and stuff, then you did kind of what, what was required of you, right? They asked you to have, make sure that these kids had fun and make sure that they stay safe and nobody jumps off the roof. Yeah. Yeah. I never uh, read through the paperwork, but... Yeah. <laughs> you just signed it. I actually don't know what I signed. <laughs> um, for me, in terms of, like, the duplicitous... Added, like, the duplicitous um, way that you were living, um, I would say in the traditions of the church... And in the way that I think the church wants to be portrayed outside of their walls. Um, on my end, I probably wouldn't have done that stuff. But I don't... Yeah, you guys were hiding it. It's <laughs> So it was hidden. Yeah. Um, but lots of people were involved. Yeah, lots of people That's were probably thing. involved. It was very <clears throat> hidden, but it was also very well known. like That everybody did it. You could like well, walk around and wink at people almost, yeah. you know, think about a movie or a TV I saw show. you, yeah. Music is just playing, everyone's just walking by, wink. <laughs> I know what you did. Or like, yeah. I like, know what oh, we did. Oh man, I can't believe you won that game of beer pong or whatever. Uh-huh. You know, and it's not like we were... Did it bother you that you had to, like, did it bother you that you had to, did it feel hypocritical to you at all? The life that you were living, did it feel at all like, I probably shouldn't be talking to this kid about this because I did it yesterday? No. I mean, I, I because... It's I kind guess of like, I, I guess it's like a parent yeah, thing. If you just, look at the facts, yes. Very, super, 100% hypocritical. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, did I ever feel that way? Yes. Did, but, but did I ever think about it and did it ever bother me? No. Gotcha. It, yeah. It, it never. I just wanted to do my thing because I knew that I was, I was good at making people feel accepted and welcome, and then I could have people around me that could work on the rest. Mm-hmm. Because people are way more devoted to memorizing the Bible and and, and doing all that, and it's great. I surround my people with it. Do you think that God stopped you from being hired on at a church because of that? I mean, if you look at it, yeah, prob- yeah. probably. <laughs> Which is just like, I don't know. Yeah. yeah. But again, But at I the don't same know. time, like, people have been hired at churches that have gone on and are now in prison. Yeah. For things oh, they did for with sure. underage yeah. people. So uh, to think that, oh, I just didn't get hired because I had a duplicate life, I would say that that's not the reason. And I would say that God obviously has let that happen before. So why in my situation where I actually had a passion to help people and not do that thing, then why, why, like why? Like my question is why was I never hired? And that's what leads to my bitterness. Like, Mm -hmm. because it's not, I don't think it's, I don't think that God didn't let me get hired because of that. Oh, you don't. I don't think that because I, because at the same time, we were talking the other week about this same place. The lead, the head counselor for the church is apologizing because he slept with one of the ladies he was counseling through divorce. Mm-hmm. So, 
I don't and stayed as like the head counselor. No, no, he didn't. He's obviously never worked there again. Oh, okay, yeah. immediately not working there, but and <laughs> that, also that's what I would have also expected. spent some time away from the place. But yeah, I believe is welcomed back. Is now back. Yeah, yeah. So it's mm-hmm. no problem. There was a process, and just because people cheat all the time, that it's just because it was at a church. That's why it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. It's not everyone. There's there's like online groups of people that are like openly cheating. I, I feel like that. There's oh, yeah, like the websites Ashley where you can, yeah. yeah, there's websites where you can go to partake in that. It's like, okay, it's a normal thing, but when it's in a church, it's way mm-hmm. against the rules. So yeah, then there's apology, public apology and all that stuff. Yeah. So do you think the rules, so essentially what, what was playing down was like the rules didn't apply because it wasn't hurting anybody. I, I didn't think the rules didn't apply to me. I just thought I was better than the rules. I thought the rules were done. Oh, uh, okay. I thought the rules were done because the people I'm working with are doing are the breaking, same thing yeah. I'm doing. I'm yeah. not doing anything different than, than my peers. And not my peers at the church, my peers in life. Mm-hmm. Or my age group and the, the group of people that I generally find myself with. I wasn't doing anything different than them. Or the kids that I was working with, the stuff that they would tell me that they see was beyond what I was doing. Like, oh, wow, wow. If they knew what I was doing, well, this they guy, would be like, oh, that guy's yeah. a wimp. Like, oh, you're, you're not hardcore at all. You know, that's... Mm-hmm. So, I don't know. When you hear a 13-year-old tell you that, you know, they're smoking a, a half-pack a day of marble or Reds and that their friend is really into smoking pot and they're, they're like, cool with it. And, like, half of them are act, sexually active among each other of course you know mm-hmm. oh. just <laughs> it's like jeez like, okay. this is insane like yeah okay uh, that, i'm not i'm do not even think doing most of that right yeah now. but do you think your influence in not doing that and portraying it would have made a difference with them or you were just like whatever i do isn't going to affect what these people what these kids are going to like what i'm yeah. going to do yeah I, i'm i'm powerless against stopping them from doing any of this I, Even if I push the example of like, I'm not drinking and like smoking a pack of, you know, cigs a day or whatever. Yeah, but I, I was. Yeah, you were. But, <laughs> but if so you... That, but that's the thing is like, I believe that like it wasn't, a, it didn't bother me because I could go in and I could talk to kids and be like, I know exactly where you're coming from. Mm-hmm. I, I know what you're dealing with. Mm-hmm. I'm there. Like I can talk to you realistically about this. Yeah. And then you watch the nerdy guy who's never done a <laughs> couple of things and or whatever. You oh know, yeah, yeah. Who's never who's <laughs> a, you know afraid of this or afraid of that and con- you know considered a nerd or whatever. And there were plenty of them. Like uh, I'm not going to name names, but like there are people that I worked with that were like funny people, and everyone loved them. But it was like the working with the forty year old virgin, like mm, the, it was it was unrelatable. They were unrelatable, and they were more of a funny person, kind of a joke style, mm. not like funny, like haha, like you're hilarious, like should be a stand up. It's like haha, like I feel bad for you, and I wouldn't tell you anything if my life depended on it. Like, yeah, because I'm not going to trust you. Yeah, because you don't all clearly understand. And then there wasn't like. When you said like I understand what you're going through, was there like a like a positive message that came out of it, or was it just yeah every, every time because it's like well just know that like that that's not what makes you a terrible person. What makes you a terrible person is wanting to do terrible things to other people. Like just because you make a decision that 
and that's not, I'm, I mean, there's more things that could make you a terrible person, I'm sure, but like, <laughs> once your, once your desire is to hurt someone else, then that, that pretty much makes you a terrible person. So if that's not your desire and that's not what you're doing, then just know that you're not a terrible person. That was mostly my message. Mm. It's like, dude, you can smoke and drink. You do whatever, do dumb things. It's fine. Mm-hmm. That's not really impacting anyone else. Unless they find out, and then all of a sudden they're stressed and now they're the, yeah. depressed and they're worried, and it's like, dude, I got this under control. And if I don't, then then, then your I can, stress and fear to, is not going to help yeah. me. Whatever, so, whatever comes after this. Yeah. Like if I can't get a job or whatever because of yeah. this reason, or you know, can't take care of myself, yeah. then it's on me. Yeah, yeah I guess that's but true. I mean, so I don't know. What, I mean, from your perspective, would you rather have someone working at your church that can't that that like is perfect and pure and holy, or would you rather have someone working at your church that? And, and granted, I think I would. I think I know what my answer would be, and it wouldn't be myself. But like, would you rather have someone that's like doing maybe some things you don't agree with, but at the same time actually has like passion and skill? Yeah, that's a hard one. I don't know. I mean, yeah, and it's I different perspectives because do I don't care in in my estimation like I enjoy like working at the rescue mission. I enjoy like a dirty testimony. Like because yeah. it's because it's more fun to listen to yeah. and it's interesting. Um I think what I like best though about the testimonies is a redemption story where the end is like yeah, like that those like pounds of heroin that I was doing was not good. <laughs> it was not functional. I even survived. I heard, yeah, I heard a bunch of people. I stole from my parents. I wanted to kill myself. Yeah. Like all of these like intense stories. Yeah. Um, those are the most fun to listen to. But I think for me, the turning point is like, there's got to be redemption on the other side. Otherwise, it's just a sad story. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I guess the greater the, the greater the. Um, problem the more interesting the uh the more interesting the rise up you know getting up after you fall or whatever um so for me i think i would say i'd want the person i think the third option i think there's not a second option. option yeah the third option would be someone who had gone through all of that stuff but it turned around and said yeah. like this isn't what i'm about anymore okay. yeah so maybe, that would be so so yeah I didn't answer your question no but right maybe way, but. someone that's older yeah or someone that's actually yeah someone that's actually lived and is like living in a reality yeah of like these things are available to you and these things can trap you yeah and they can lead you down like intense pathways um, do you think you were functional when you were like doing the alcohol stuff like hmm. everything you th- do you think that you're like do you think that your life was really, because I don't know, I, I haven't, like, the only time I got, like, legit, like, like, almost to the point of blacking out was my 21-er. Yeah. And I, <laughs> that was not, yeah. <laughs> that was not, I felt horrible I the day I think I was in Eugene. I think I yeah. heard about it because I yeah. was in Eugene. Yeah, I was, there was, there was some stuff. Yeah, um, good stories. <laughs> but, I mean, it was fun. I thought it was really good. And I thought it was really funny just to get into, like, be able to do it. Um, 
Oh, it's fine. Yeah. But um, do you think that everything was functional? Like your life was working out the way that you wanted it to work out? Yeah, except for I didn't have a job. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. Like I, if I, if I would have had a job and I could have stopped going to school, I may have even like straightened up a little bit. Mm-hmm. But. So let yeah. me ask you the same question then with those two options that you gave me, what would have been your, you would have been cool. Like, or see, so I think of it as like, if I had a kid that was going to junior high or whatever, would you have been okay with sending your kid to your junior high, like what you were creating with yeah. your junior high experience? No, I see. For me, if I had my choice, I would choose the peer person, of course. Like for in my mind, like I would choose someone that, yes, has ha, has no real bad history or yeah. or isn't doing anything currently that is really messed up in the sight of because of the because you want your child to. Because, well, if I was the leader, if I had to pick, then I would pick that person because I wouldn't want to be blamed later if anything went wrong. <laughs> so I was a liability, and I understand that. Oh, true. So yeah, I wouldn't okay. want well, a higher liability. Yeah. I, I'm, I was a liability. If anyone would have seen me, I could have been, there could have been, there were so many times where I could have been seen by so many people in the church. Mm-hmm. I lived around a lot of people, and I did a lot of things outside my house that wouldn't have been viewed as great. So I could have easily messed up the view of the church, the view mm-hmm. of the ministry itself. Like I was a liability. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Cool. But at the same time, I, I what I would do is I would take that pure person and I would just try to push them to open their mind a little bit mm-hmm. so that when they hear things that they're not blown away. Because what happens to those types of people is that when they get shook, they, they either run or they are hardened and like, and they become they gold, become, like kind yeah. of thing. And I don't want that. Like I don't want someone who I can't trust if they're going to be here tomorrow because a girl showed him her hoo-hoo and he couldn't take it. <laughs> and he just lost his mind. Because I've heard of that happening. Yeah. And I know people that that's happened to. Yeah. They just couldn't handle the first time they saw a girl naked and it just totally wrecked him. Because it, they could, weren't expecting it, and they didn't know what to expect. They were mm-hmm. blown away, and and it just kind of spiraled them out of control. I don't want that. That's not good. So I would have taken like a hybrid, someone who, like yeah. you said, yeah, had a bunch of stuff. But so then, in my case, I wouldn't be hiring twenty-year-olds, and I wouldn't be interning twenty-year-olds. <laughs> yeah. I'd say, no, 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 go mess up, and then and we can talk afterwards. Yeah, if talk, you want to like, come back, then yeah, yeah let's talk. Like, don't put a leash on them and not let them do that or force yeah. them to do that close to home, like too close to home mm-hmm. for your liability. Yeah. Well, I mean, at 20 years old, what do you, if you have a 20 year old and they're like, you know, out of your house, the parents have like, you're, you're kind of not done, but you've done what you can. You've done the bulk of your parenting, yeah. you know, while they've lived under your house. Um, and so, yeah, at that point, it's like, yeah, I, I, you're going to make mistakes, and that's the reality. But I'm hoping that what I taught you, you know, these 18 years doesn't get you. You're not hooked on meth in the next, like, two years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I, I mean, I think the story is interesting. I, I don't think the story is that, un, like, isn't uncommon. I think it's pretty common for, for this stuff to be... Um, 
for this to be the norm. I mean, yeah, yeah even not like youth <laughs> stuff for sure, but even like uh, I mean, in going to because I went to I went to like a private Christian college my first year. Um, uh, like worship teams are notorious for like there's something going on in the background, uh, <laughs> and that was that was just like a reality. Because um, for some reason they're always like the girls on worship teams are typically like really good looking, um, at least in my estimation. Um, so yeah, there's always like this thing of like. Yeah. There's some background noise that's taking place. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, you're. I. You're, it's like the Dutch Bros. The worship team is like the coffee shop of the <laughs> of the church. It's like they hire people who can dress right and like who are clean. You don't usually see someone that's dirty up on stage. Yeah, no, you just because they got a good voice. Everything's pretty clean. <laughs> yeah. They everything's wear Uggs. well because because everything's pretty whitewashed. And you're, that's, that's kind of like, you want a good appearance. Yeah, exactly. They're in front of everybody. But that's not a, that's not a bad thing to want to. No, it's not. It's not real, but it's not. Yeah, it's, it's fine. Yeah, it's not a bad thing to want to look good, but when it becomes like an obsession or an obsession. Um, but I think what you're saying is, uh, again, it's not uncommon and it's a normal story for a lot of people. Um, but out of the people that you, that were involved, like, cause you said there were tons of people that were doing what you were doing. Um, have anyone ha- has anyone had like a point in which they were like, uh, I got to stop and I got to do, I got to go back to church and all that. Uh, I mean, like, uh, people were doing what I was doing. Like d- they were doing what I was doing, like drinking yeah. And whatever. Having yeah. a good time. Have they and gone working at a church? Did they go back to <clears throat> Do they uh, do most of them have the same story that you do? No. No, I would say none of no one's story is like mine. Because they're either angry and don't care and never want to have anything to do with it again. And that's not my position. Mm-hmm. Or they're like really still involved and like mm. kinda kinda like still about it. So which is not my position. <laughs> like my position is like I don't care. Yeah. I don't want to care. You're you're good with where you're at right now. I'm great with where I'm at. I I, I have faith and I I have a belief. I do not participate with any sort of community on it. Mhm. That's the best thing for me right now. How does your faith impact your life right now? It, I would say that I don't know, maybe just keeping my a solid head, like a solid mm-hmm. uh Thinking, knowing that, like, okay, there's things out of my control that I can't, I can't control. Yeah, it's not my problem. Well, someone else, someone else take has the it. wheel. Yeah, scenario. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's that's basically, I uh, yeah. Hmm. That's kind of how how I'm operating. Yeah, I think it's cool. Um, because we need diversification, and I I think that. Again, like like we talked about last week, you have to have people on the other side. There, you can't just, you know, you yeah. can't just have a sounding board behind you all the time. So, and if yeah. I ever go back to church someday, which if I have kids, and I get a soft heart or something like that, and I start <laughs> you to like, get a soft my heart. knees get weak and I need to sit down on Sundays or something like that, then I'll start going back to church. 
that <laughs> wherever I do get involved, I, I'm very afraid that I will get too involved. That's yeah. always my fear. Yeah. That's kind of, and that's kind of like why I don't go. It's because you're because afraid you'll pop back in. Like, this is really cool. I want to get involved naturally. Mm-hmm. But do you feel, do you feel, so nothing's changed in terms of like the idea of um, your, I don't want to call it morality, but your set of expectations that the church puts on you and the way that you live. Um, and I hate the fact that they can't meld together, uh, but I guess there is this uh, boundary that the church places on you. If you want to work at a church, or do you still have that idea? I'm trying to think of how to say this. You still have this idea of like what you did and the way that you did it is fine and you will continue doing that? Like if you got into ministry again? No. Oh, you wouldn't keep doing it? Interesting. No, I, and I wouldn't get involved in ministry again. Yeah. As much as I can handle But it. I know, but... Unless I, yeah. Yeah, if you did, because you said that there's an open there, there's an openness. Yeah. Um, if you did... So you don't agree with the way that things panned out when you were doing it? No, and I don't think it's fair. And I think that anyone in my position should have been told, like, dude, get out of here. <laughs> be free. You're like freaking, a genie. Freaking do it. Yeah, do what you're going to do. Free. Just be free. My last wish is for you to just uh-huh. go somewhere else. I like what you're saying, though, because there is a responsibility aspect of it. Of like, yeah. like you were saying, you are a liability. And this is kind of a, to a lot of people, this is a big deal. Yeah. That's really, that's good. Yeah, man, I could have messed up a lot, but, but I, but I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> Until now. Until. Uh, no, I didn't. And also, what I see a lot of people that I worked with, because I also worked in a, a ministry which worked with uh, kids that were in or in a divorced family, or their family was going through divorce. Mm-hmm. And I worked. That was a ministry that happened for a few years. I was involved with. And it was like a small group, like 12 to 18 kids, and they're all teens. So like, you know, 13 through 18, so high school, basically. Mm. And, uh, and I was in that program and as a leader, and that like was the coolest thing ever. Nothing I ever did was as cool as that, because there were like everyone... Well, you self-identified. Like, that was way... Huh? You self-identified with their stories. Yeah. that It went beyond like Bible, God... Which uh-huh. is weird to say beyond because technically God is it. Yeah. <laughs> but it went beyond what the church t- typically would stand for. And it went into more of like, no, we're just here for you. And that was really cool. Because C- people that uh, didn't normally go to church showed up. And the kids that I think... I've s- anyway, I still see some of their posts or whatever on Facebook. Mm-hmm. The ones that you know I'm still friends with or whatever. I log into Facebook once every six months. And mm. everyone seems to be happy. People I see are doing great. So for me, that's a, a cool thing. Maybe it's I was a, a part of that. Maybe yeah. I'll remember it like I did. That's all I can hope for. Huh. And, you know, and I'm sure if they knew that I was doing anything, it wouldn't matter at all because what they were going through is, again, it's like, dude, this is my world. What other people are doing should not matter at all. Yeah. It shouldn't matter. There's like what you, who you love, what you're doing with your body, tattoos or whatever, shouldn't shouldn't matter at all. Like, mm-hmm. Or even where you're found should not be matter. It's it's should not matter. It's like what it's more what you're what you're doing and who you're rep- representing. And I was fifty fifty, so <laughs> that's why I'm like, yeah, I wouldn't do it again. You, 
<laughs> I would not interested in. I'd do it one hundred or zero. Oh, okay. Right now I'm zero. Yeah. Because I wouldn't do it one hundred. Yeah. I'm not interested. Yeah, I think that's a lot of issues, and that's how people get burned at church. I think a lot is they go full bore, and they're like, they're up to their knees or like waist or chest or, or whatever. Down on their knees. Yeah, that too. <laughs> um, in a worship way. Yeah. It, <laughs> Not in the other yeah, way. Yeah, just in a worship way. Yeah. yeah. Um, and all of a sudden, they get burned or, you know, relationships hours or whatever. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, bad things happen. You can only sacrifice your needs so much mm-hmm. until you need something. Yeah. Like, eventually, you're going to need something. Yeah. And if you're constantly told to pour yourself out and give away everything and you never get anything back... That's a huge problem. Mm-hmm. And that's why I'm like, I think my situation isn't uncommon, but I think the way I am now and how I view my situation is very different than everyone else I know that's kind of gone through a similar thing. Talk about those angry people. Like, why? <laughs> the Is it, are they, I mean, yeah. I mean, obviously you can't represent them fully, but do you know what they're angry about? They're just, I think they're just angry that they didn't get what they wanted. And I don't know what they wanted. <laughs> So I don't know. That's all. That, but that's. I mean, that's what I feel like. I don't know. You, you. I'm sure you've known some angry people. Yeah, I know some angry people. Or have been for angry sure. yourself, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I haven't been. No, I haven't. I haven't gotten to that like rage. Um, rage quit. Yeah, rage quit. Yeah, haven't done that. Control delete. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I I feel like the people are generally bitter because they didn't get what they wanted. And that's why I'm bitter, was bitter. I'll eternally be bitter at times, you know. Mm-hmm. It'll come up. I'll be having a beer or a glass of wine, I'm and sure, in like, the next six months. This pisses me and off. I'll yeah. just go on a rant about <laughs> the, what we're talking about right now. And your wife will just listen. Yeah. Or yeah. whoever's there will listen or join in. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because I usually am pretty aggressive when I talk about it, which you, is why I try not I, to. Yeah. No, I've heard your aggression before. Because, because I didn't get what I wanted. Yeah, and I wanted it. You wanted it, it real bad. I wanted it. I and I, I did a lot of. I I did sacrifice. I think I sacrificed because I did a lot of stuff that I didn't want to do. Mm-hmm. In the way I didn't want to do it, <laughs> I think it was stupid. It really upset me. A lot of things <laughs> really upset me. You still sound upset. And I, yeah, and it's so, coming. It's bubbling up. Yeah, so I can see it in your eyes. So, but when I so I apply that, okay, so I understand that mm-hmm. I can apply that to other people and go, yeah, but they let it destroy them. Whatever. For me, cool. I'm happy now. I have a good job. I have a a good life. I have a great wife. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm happy. There's nothing to be upset about. Yeah. And what other people are doing is not impacting me at all. Yeah. Unless. The government starts changing taxes again. You know, hopefully it helps. <laughs> hopefully, me yeah. Next time, hopefully so. We'll see. Yeah, I don't know, but I, I don't know. Nothing's bothering me. <laughs> I'm friends with more people than more a more diverse group of people than I ever could have imagined. Mm-hmm. And, and you're and I'm happier than I've ever been. Good. So to think that I could have technically pigeonholed myself into one place when I was 18. Granted, I didn't. And. It's just, but I know people who have, and you didn't, mm-hmm. and I know, but we know people who have, so it's like, oh, I'm glad that didn't happen. Yeah. I'm really glad it didn't happen. Yeah. So. I think that's good. Yeah. I think it's good. But like, does that 
coming, I mean, did he, so, but his being active still, does that, how do you, it doesn't piss do me take, off. No. Do take, I mean, yeah. So, but how do I feel about the entire thing? Yeah. As yeah. How does it, I, you're so here's my thing. These things. Yeah. I'm hearing these things and yeah, in my mind, probably because I'm, I like, I'm trained to think, or I was trained to think this way. It's just like, if you, here's my thinking, because I know you, if you had taken, if you had taken out like your, um, your exploration of like alcohol and everything, I think you probably would have still been in, like in this and probably still been doing, um, doing it, but I don't, and I think you'd be happy. I think either, like the way that I see it is you're on, you, you were on the dock and you could take two different ships and you took a different ship and you took another ship. It's like the party boat. Yeah, exactly. You took the party boat <clears throat> and then the other one was just like, just like a, a cruise ship or whatever. Yeah. Um, but I still think in the end you're kind of, you're still part of this journey. Like you're still moving through, you know, a path. Um, um, and this is just a different direction. I, I don't think I ever would have thought that you would have taken this direction, but it's not, I think that you're in a good place right now because you're, <clears throat> you're open to questions and you're open to like, um, you're okay with me poking holes in your thought process. Yeah. And it's not, I think it's good too, because I'm not trying to convert you or like pull you back into church or whatever. I, I, yeah. I still think that it's. Like you're still on a journey. We you're could still figuring it out. That. You could try. Yeah. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. No. JK, JK. No, no that might. That would turn that, out ugly. Yeah. I don't. Know. Uh, yeah. There's. Yeah. There's no way. But but that's. I guess that. But that's like okay. So. You you are confident in what you're doing, and I'm confident in what I'm doing, mm -hmm. and they're not necessarily one hundred percent the same. They're not idea. Yeah. They're not necessarily in compatible line. Compatible in yeah. line. But would you say that even the people that you work with, you have 100% in line mm -mm. with the people you're working oh, with? Oh, no. No, no, no. 100% no. Um, so, how does yeah, that exactly. work, so, how does that, so how does that work out then when I you think, come home angry or something like that? Which I've come yes. home, I know that I come home angry even today, but especially working in the church. Anyway, yeah. how does that um, I have a wife that I can talk to. <laughs> that's the, that's the thing that it's like, and she can talk me off a ledge, I guess. Um, because there are, yeah, there are for sure issues. I think the beauty of it is that, um, now I think to myself, like, especially now, um, I think to myself, people are trying, like they have good intentions for, for the, like the people, the congregation that we're working with and the leadership team that we have, um, there are good intentions there. Um, I don't think that there's a desire to like destroy it or uh, make it worse or tear it down. Um, and then I also think that there are foundational things that we can all, um, that we all are like, okay, if things get really bad, right, throw everything out the window, um, but we still have foundations that are the same. So if we have to rip this house down to the foundation, like the main blocks, we're okay. Like we might lose people in the process, but we're okay. Hmm. We'll just build it back up. Yeah. 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 That's what I, that's what I think. Yeah. 
Cool. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I. It's just it. Yeah, it's interesting. I wish, I kind of there. I wish I would. I wish I was able to see what would what how I would have turned out if I would have gone hundred percent. Yeah, that would have been really. Yeah, that would have been super interesting. Be Your life would have been drastically different. Yeah. Very different. Like I'm thinking it through, and your life would have been very different. Yeah. But I think you you have an interesting life. You have stories and you have perspectives that you would have never had. Yeah. Um, you have insights that you can share with people, um, and you can identify. You can be like, yeah, done that. That <laughs> I don't do it anymore, but I understand yeah. why you enjoy it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I understand yeah. why you partake. Yeah. Yeah. So. But I mean, like, oh yeah. No, go ahead. Ask me. No, I, I was gonna say, but uh, I don't know what your, what 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 are your, uh, as far as what you're thinking about. Uh, topics go. I kind of lost it, yeah. but but I was gonna ask more of like okay so, so there's uh, what we've just been talking about is like okay so my actions, apart uh, outside of the church walls almost literally mm-hmm. uh, there was a t- there was a time where a undisclosed church undisclosed city uh-huh. I I literally smoked a cigarette uh-huh. with, within like elbow bumping distance of the building uh-huh. in like a corner yeah actually in, anyway it doesn't matter I don't need to go through all the confessions but um, I guess I don't know like why is there a focus why is there such a focus on actions and when when it's like a, I when, don't know what, so so maybe I'm not the right person to ask but I don't think cigarette <laughs> smoking is a sin I don't think you're no no but I mean yeah. like if someone knew that at the time yeah and someone would have known that I did that they yeah. would have I would have either been immediately fired or fired the next day yeah because they would have had to pray about it and sleep on it <laughs> And call together yeah, a council. And okay, that was okay. That was an uncalled for joke. I'm yeah. sorry. No, but seriously though, could have yeah. taken them a day because they don't want to do anything rash, which I appreciate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but, I. But like, why? I, but and, and I. Why are why are actions speaking louder than words? Words? No, that's actions, backwards. Okay, actions yes matter. Yes. But like. But actions that but the, literally do not impact anyone else besides the actioner. Uh huh. Th- there is a huge focus on that in the church, mm-hmm. and I don't know if that's cross multiple. Yeah, religions. I think it. I think it has to do with influence. So if you're seen in a position of power, that influence, especially because you're talking youth, um, that influence then makes this kid all of a sudden think that you know, smoking is okay. Even though I guess yeah. it is, it's not a sin. It, but, yeah, you, but then why is it not a, why is it not okay? Just because it hurts your body? I guess um, because it it ca- it's it causes cancer. It, yeah, well, it's not good for you. It's not a great decision. Yeah, but and <laughs> but I, it's I mean, not. We've had this conversation before. I one hundred percent. I one hundred percent agree. You it's not, not, yeah, you don't disagree. Yeah, I don't problem. disagree. Yeah, that's the problem. I it, don't disagree with yeah. you smoking cigarettes. I don't care. But like, okay, so then, then, then... If you're doing crack cocaine, no, we have but, a different Okay, so conversation. then we would go more towards then like, a, then like sexual activity. Yeah, okay, okay. Good. So say... Right, keep going with this. <laughs> okay, so say that you're, say that you're interning for a church. Yeah. I'm not going to give any names or details, but uh-huh. say 
that you're doing things and you're <laughs> let's in, imagine you're directly involved in employment at the church or close yeah and you're not you're like having like an uncontrollable amounts of sex or even like really what people would consider sex at all mm-hmm. but more of like a the more of like a mouth and hand services <laughs> a type of thing where you're you're more of yeah you're, you know you're more of a, a navigating and, and but it but anyway because you're just the belief you're, is, you're exploring each other's bodies because the belief is yeah that it, if you don't have sex before marriage mm-hmm. that's a big focus yes so dancing around as close as you can get <laughs> and imagining everything that that includes so why does anyone care um, because that I think is that one if you're if you're a Bible believing church, that one is written down. That one's like that one's penciled in. Uh, but, not penciled in, that's penned. But they, they penned in. It doesn't it doesn't get like crazy specific. It doesn't yeah, it doesn't get specific, no. So then, um and I think well, so with the unspecific stuff, what I tend to do is like you gotta focus on like there there are convictions there. Like, some people will feel, like, insanely guilty for just kissing, right? Yeah. Um, And you're just... The hope is that you are communing with God and you're interacting with God enough to have, like, an actual conversation in a two-way street with Him. Um, And then you're praying about the situation. And you're like, I don't know, like, we're almost having sex. What do you do? Like, is this wrong? Like, where, where do I, where's the line? Where does it actually stop? And it's hard to, because that's so, like, that's so, like, mystifying for a lot of, like, Christians, I feel like. And, yeah, yeah. bad decisions can be made, and you can fool yourself and all that kind of stuff. But the hope and the prayer is that, like, the Holy Spirit will just be like, yeah, stop doing it. Yeah. Um, but, like, you're naturally, desi- you're natural. Yeah. And that's, that's why the hard it, part. That's the hard part is that you're called to... You're called to naturally to fight against a bunch of unnatural natural uh-huh. tendencies, but when you say and then like not to turn this into like interviewee, but you asked me a bunch of questions. Yeah, so, go ahead. But like when you say a two-way commune with God, that's one conversation. Thing, conversation, not commune, like a a garden, <laughs> I, like yeah, a sharing Just... Costco trips or something. <laughs> but like no, community or communication, two-way communication with God. Mm-hmm. We have the Bible. Yeah. And then we also have, uh, but that's also, really that's it. Because when I, what my experience... Well, you have the Bible. You can also learn from other people. Yeah, you can learn. Um, You can can, like... Pick things up. Yeah. um, Things can kind of just come to you after a lot of prayer. You have nature that can show you stuff. Um, I think everything is kind of like, you're able to commune with God in a bunch of different ways. Music, painting, art, that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, But go ahead. No, I was just going to say like, like how, what's the, what do you get? What are you getting back is what I'm, so like, uh, for me, it was more of seeking for a feeling. Yes. But I don't yeah. know if that feeling was real or not. So like, yeah, but like I, you... I am getting like, so I've, I'm getting more into this idea of like, there, there is response. Like God does respond to you. Um, and I don't see the responses, like, I don't think, like, near at all. Um, I work off of, uh, a lot of the times, because I'm not, um, 
I don't have like a strong, I pray, but I don't have like a strong, like listening instinct to just sit there and be quiet and just let, yeah, <laughs> yeah let it happen. Um, so I'll pray, but then I won't allow a response to take place. I'll just be like, all right, well, figure it out. Like, and a lot of it is like, for me, the decisions come situationally, which one makes sense. Um, which one is based off of like principles that I believe in, um, which one is based off of just common sense and like normal wisdom that this is probably the best course of action to take. Yeah. Uh, but, and, and then, okay. So for me, and, and for me nowadays I've turned, I don't necessarily pray. Mm -hmm. It's not something that I normally do Yeah. anymore, but I feel like now it's more of, okay, if I make this decision, how is it going to impact me? Now I have mm -hmm. everything I do now, it impacts my life some way. Yeah. Either increases my bills or increases my stress, uh -huh. whatever. And I feel like that's kind of what I relied on God for. Would you say that that's the same for you? Do you rely like more of like bouncing ideas off of, or are you legitimately looking for some sort of sign or physical or maybe uh, I see I'm open to it yeah. <clears throat> I'm open to that happening very rarely has it ever happened like I've only like in terms of like audible voices it's like once it's yeah. probably happened um, which is really TBGB anyway um, but the I think that yeah I, I kind of treat the prayer as like a sounding board or just like I don't know what to do like this is not this is not in my scope of like being able to like figure it out on my own. Um, so I need to like pray about it or I talk to somebody else that is like, I trust what you're going to say or you've been through this. Um, and so I'd rather have you guide me through like what happened to you. And then like yeah. a lot of it then is just decision making and using all of the information that is given to you and then coming up with the best decision that you can make with the information that you have at the time. Yeah. while not being lazy about gathering that information. <clears throat> so it's it's more yeah. of a practical, that's my thing, is it's more of a practical yeah. way of thinking about it. it and, and this, and I, and you can disagree with me, I don't know if you will. Yeah. But in my, his, in my past, I have found that some people use that legitimately, uh -huh. and some people use that to delay response or delay yeah. action. Yeah, for sure. They, they wait on a response from God and they don't do anything. Yeah. They just kind of sit there. And then they're like, I'm waiting on God. Something. Maybe they're and not. You're like, that's fine. You're waiting on God. And then my, my thing is like, it's hard to judge. Like maybe that person actually has to wait and like yeah. something has to happen in order for them to move. That one's just, I think that's so individualized. Um, if that person like waits five years and hasn't done anything in terms of research or taking steps to like make a decision, yeah. uh, then you're just freaking wasting time. Cause you have to be, you have to be information gathering. You have to be talking to people. You have to be like planning. You have to make plans yeah. right, to do something. Yeah. Um, and I'm talking about big stuff, like what shirt to wear, who cares? I don't, it doesn't matter. Like, Unless you're on the that? worship team. Unless you, <laughs> okay. you don't wear, yeah. What scarf? What's going Which Starbucks yeah. which, do I get today? Which fedora am I going to wear? But like, uh, I don't know. At this point, 
you know, a lot of our decisions on what to do, you know, we can look at reviews on Amazon or Google review. Mm -hmm. We yeah. can, we have the information in, in our hands. So yeah. like, what do, what do I need what God do you for? need God for today? It's almost 20 freaking yeah, 20. Yeah, for sure. Um, even today, I like, there's a situation in which like, there's some big things that are happening, um, within my church, uh, that I have not gone through. Um, and it's going to impact a lot of people. Uh, and so I don't know what to do. And I can't Google that. It's going to. What? It's going to. It's going to, yeah. Um, I can't Google that. Yeah. Um, so what I did was I called somebody else, um, another pastor who's been a pastor for a long time. And I asked him, like, this is happening. Like, what do we do? What's the course of action? Um, the nice thing, too, is I know a lot of pastors. And so I'm able to yeah. kind of call people um and this guy goes to the church that i go to um but he's also pastored in a few churches in you know the portland area um so just leaning on him in terms of like I, i'm sure he's dealt with it and so yeah yeah so that kind of stuff i just i don't think you can google no um so if you did you might find some weird stuff yeah <laughs> uh, someone is a little too open about something yeah i love which is a huge red flag. I don't know why people don't pay more attention to that. When people are very open, it's like, just be careful. On the internet, yeah. just saying. Just, that's just that's yeah. what I'm saying. That's a two-center. Be very careful of people who are being very personal and open on the internet. That's all I'm saying. Because <laughs> you don't know who they are. Yeah, yeah. They, they could be somebody completely different. They are different. not. Anyway. You um, could end up getting catfished. That's just a, the more you know. Mm -hmm. No, but... Uh, I, and not... It, for some reason, I feel like the the need for church in my mind these days is, is very community. No, I'm I, not. I, honestly, I don't. That's I don't hate the church. I think it's great for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. I don't think it, it was great for me. Yes, it's not great for me now. Yes, that's <laughs> correct. But it is great for a lot of people. Mm -hmm. There are millions of people that need to be at church yeah so don't go away maybe change the way they do things sure but then that <laughs> might sure. ha change by the people who are employed yeah and making decisions but the community itself is like more important just figuring out how to network like you're saying like you know a lot of pastors because you've been consistent and you've stayed in the network for a long time mm -hmm. i know a lot of pastors but i don't think they'd answer my phone call right now or and if they did they'd they wouldn't just some jump in the some help. would they might they might ask a few questions but yeah you know they might be apprehensive like I haven't heard from you in a while I've heard a few things oh what yeah. do you want so but I yeah I used to be able to call I could call I used to be able to call anyone yeah well that's that. a bummer for me I hate that idea of just like not being able to talk to somebody because they're outside of your scope or whatever yeah uh, but that's it's it sucks but it's natural. It is natural. Even in workplaces, yeah, like, that's I've quit true. Jobs, and then those people never talk to me again. Yeah, you're just because you see them eight to ten hours a day or whatever. Those people yeah. are your family. Like mm -hmm. when you leave, it's like I'm sorry, bye. Mm -hmm. You've been replaced. That that's sucks. true. Like, yeah, I left churches, and I thought I was stables <clears throat> there, but they still function and they're doing great. <laughs> they're fine. People they're are doing exactly. great and still happy. Yeah, I wasn't holding that place up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I appreciate you being able to talk about it and just be open. Um, 
Because I think it's important to have these conversations and throw it out there and be like, yeah, this is reality. Like we're living, we're living in a different era, I guess, of church. A lot of people are saying the churches are slowly disappearing and like the numbers are kind of telling that like church attendance is dropping. People are becoming more, um, they're becoming like agnostic or, um, like being atheists, uh, and the, those numbers are growing considerably quicker than Christianity is. So, yeah. Well, like, I don't know. Not that we're talking about dreams. Mm-hmm. But if there, if there was a church yeah. that literally said, I don't really care about what you're doing, mm-hmm. but I want to help. Mm-hmm. And I'm interested in this. Help with what? whatever you're good at like are you good with taxes help me with my taxes are you a doctor help me with some health needs (laughs) like uh hey you've got you have resources help me the church is fantastic at that yeah but then they layer 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 on top of it servitude and they layer personal stuff like you need to be involved in home studies sometimes Mm. to be a member. There's memberships at churches. Mm -hmm. There's a process you have to go through to become a member. You You also have to commit. Yeah. Yeah, You go to classes. You commit giving a certain amount of your income. Like there's things that you do when you commit to a church, Mm -hmm. but what do you get? The only thing you're really getting back is a place to come on Sunday or a place to send your children on some evenings. Mm-hmm. It, but the rest is you're giving, giving, giving. It, if you just well, boil it down, yeah. If so, you boil it down, but you're also getting, you're also getting community. You're also yes, getting. Yes, you get community. You get all you're the getting, access to all these people. Yeah, and you're getting but, taught. But you, you know, what you believe in. But you have to commit. Yeah, and you have to give, and you have to be a certain way to do a certain, and you have to show up a certain amount of times to mm-hmm. do a certain things. Yeah. So if but if there was literally a community where it's like, hey, we're just, and this sounds like a commune. Yes. So I'm not into that, but you could be into it. There's There's nothing wrong with a commune. There's, but there's also nothing wrong with scheduled uh, like Sunday, which churches are basically communes. If you think about it, like they're they're all pooling resources and doing cool things together, Mm -hmm. but in on a schedule, they're just not, they're just not hippies. Mm -hmm. So, and and they they all have their own homes. Yeah. Yeah. And they all are functioning outside. (laughs) They all have jobs and electricity. Yeah. So, okay, so it's not a real commune, Uh but anyway, like basically it's the community aspect where if it was the same thing, but they took out all of the, I want to get into your life. That's very unattractive to me. I do not want to show up and I do not want other people to get into my life because I was one of those people that got into other people's lives for so long. And I was doing the stuff that I've been talking about. What were you trying to do when you were that person? No, I just asked them questions. How are you? You know, like, are you, you know, what have you been, what, what have you been really struggling with sin wise? Those are deep questions. They're asked very much in the church. Uh-huh. But when you think about it, because then you start talking about porn and masturbation and sex, uh-huh. and you start getting real, real, real personal. And then you go, okay, now let's pray. Who wants to pray? And what can we all pray about? Everyone go around. Uh-huh. You're all going to take five minutes each and pray yeah. out loud. And, and you need to have content. Yeah. So you're just going to start barfing stuff out. So, okay, that's to me, I, that don't, was, okay. I don't want any of that. I don't want to pray in circles. I don't want to worship 
it's by singing music and not doing the activity. If I uh, sing, I'll do the activity if I want to. Yeah. But if I'm not doing it, then just leave it out. And so basically what you boil it down to is a bunch of people who believe in God or whatever they want to believe in. Yeah. That come together on a weekly basis uh-huh. more often. Yeah. And they help each other. Yeah. That's it. That's, There's yeah. no more personal like, I want to know how when was the last time you touched your hoo-hoo. <laughs> And, but then, and did you feel guilty about it? Yeah, I don't like that. But I think there is, there, yeah, that's bad if you're just like, let's just everyone get everything on the table and let's just start confessing stuff. There's a, I'm sure there's a time and place for it. I've never gotten to a time or a place where that needs to happen with a group of people that are randos that don't really know each other. Um, but there is room, I think, for like, if you're really struggling with stuff, like, Let's say somebody needs, like, they're not going to make rent or, yeah, um, or, you know, somebody, there's always sickness, somebody's sick, um, and in the hospital, um, somebody, like, name a scenario, um, there is room of grow, there is room to grow with other people and be able to interact with people that you get to know really well. Yeah. And they're like your core, like... The thing with big churches is you kind of push the you push the big church, but really I think the the real growth and I've experienced this the real growth takes place in smaller, like groups where you're actually interacting and you're actually like, hey I need like I need help like with, um I've got a whole bunch of like trees I got to cut down yeah like, can we all come together and yes hang out for a day and just cut these oaks down and Which, the church is great at that yeah yeah so I think. In your estimation, yes, doing that on a large scale um, with random people that you don't know and like, hey, when was the last time you like had sex with your girlfriend? All that, those kind of questions, they shouldn't be asked up front. You should build an actual relationship with this person and actually genuinely care about like the answer, Um, especially if that person is like feeling super guilty about it or is like... I don't know what to do. Like, uh, we can't stop. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, yeah. But, yeah, in your context, it's bad. But, okay, but here's, and then here's the problem, though. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you get a bunch of people confessing things, but then what happens is naturally you get a bunch of people who spread that. So you, mm. so you start to get gossiping and you start to get rumors. It's talked about in the Bible. So it's happened forever. Yeah, that's but true. But also that's today true. is worse, you know, and with texting and Snapchat and Google Glass or whatever, you know, <laughs> people who are trying to incorporate cameras into everything, uh-huh. you know, there's internet bullying and shaming and, you know, so like, the, well, that's the sharing thing. personal details like that, you're exposing yourself yeah. so much Yeah. and you're giving that power to someone who uh-huh. you don't know and you don't you can't well you don't you have to you don't have to give that power to that person you don't have to share the knowledge yeah you don't have to share but mm-hmm. that's kind of expected though the, the expectation is you get to a level where you can talk about whatever you want yes and if it has to do with sin and if it has to do with improving yourself in the eyes of god or whatever your religion is mm-hmm. then you should you should talk about that and mm-hmm. when the but the huge focus in the church specifically a lot of churches that believe in god or uh anyway uh there's sex is the 
is like the biggest topic. Mm-hmm. And that, that's always, that just drives, that always drives me nuts. Mm-hmm. And so I don't know why, I don't know why it's such, I don't know why it's the biggest focus and why it's the biggest problem. Yeah, it shouldn't, it shouldn't be. <laughs> but it, but it, but like, it is, but yeah. it divides like, you know, even. I agree. I mean, there are three hot button topics. It's like, it's uh, um, gay stuff, abortion stuff, and um, sex stuff. Yeah. Like the violence isn't talked about. Violence like is violence. Domestic violence. When was the last time that was talked about? And every church has a history of violence. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I agree. Um, but in that scenario, yeah, I'm not going to throw, at least for me, I'm really guarded. Like what we talked about last week. Like I have, I have this trust issue. I have trust issues. Um, so I'm not going to be spitting stuff out unless there's like, unless I've built up a like relationship yeah. with these people. Yeah. Um, and I think it's, it would be hard if everyone, if I, if I had like 10 me's, no, there wouldn't be any prayer requests for yeah. <laughs> a while. Yeah. Um, so being smart, I guess, just be smart with the information that you're letting out, be smart with the people that you're interacting with, build a relationship with them. Um, yeah. Because I think the main thing that people need is, is like open, like if you can be open and honest and free with the conversations that you have and you don't feel judged and you don't feel like you have to hide, you don't feel like you have to shield your actual like behavior from somebody, those are, those people become your friends. Yeah. Um, and just the fact that everybody struggles with something it's like it's hard to judge now for me it's really hard to judge now because yeah. you struggle with stuff um that's the reality <laughs> of your life like yeah i probably shouldn't have bought this because now we can't make ends meet and that's on me yeah. like those conversations are good and they're you you have to be able to be able to have those conversations i feel like you're missing out on an actual human genuine connection when you can't have those conversations with people yeah. But that's just me. But that's, and I think that the problem, excuse me, there is a, there's a, there's a sense of in everywhere, not just the church, but there's like a one-up culture. Like, you know, there's always that person that wants to be better. Mm. Oh, you've got a cool story. Well, mine's a little cooler. And I just did things just a little better. Well, it's a, yeah, it's a keeping up with the Joneses. It's yeah. a natural. It happens a lot in male locker rooms and sports. Yeah. It happens in the church. Uh-huh. holier than now yeah. that's the whole thing like uh-huh. oh well I you know I prayed for 10 hours oh well, I read my bible for 15 yeah. I fasted for 3 days you know like okay cool you guys are great yeah. but, but no you like, guys are not fun to be around it's, it's like exactly it's like a comp- it becomes a competition to see like who can hold to mm. the bible the tightest mm-hmm. and then you get this like and then you get these kids who are like oh shoot I don't fit in anymore mm-hmm. so everything I gotta do I gotta hide so how do we, I don't know. I don't know. And that's obviously something that is everywhere, not just church. This is like corporation, non, like small business. Mm-hmm. This is a thing. Family. Like my family is. That's why I love though the example that you threw out with like, and I answered it differently of like, there are people out there that have gone out and done meth or whatever and come like come back and like, they're on the other side now and they're like, yeah, I'm a, an addict. 
but I, I don't have, like, that's not controlling my life anymore. Yeah. Which I've is a beautiful story. It. Yeah. That yeah. it's a beautiful storyline. It's not even overcoming because they know that they're addicts and they're going to be addicts for the rest of their lives. And they have to consciously make decisions not to be put in a situation that will, you know, get them back to where they were, homeless or whatever. Yeah. Uh, so. So do you think the Amish do it right then where they allow the kids to the go rum experience? It is rum spring. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Do you think that's a, do you think that's a healthy uh, exercise then? I think it's a, I think it's a healthy exercise because there's a reality. You don't even have to be Amish. There's a reality that once you let your kids loose and they're, you know, in college or not in college, just they're working full-time jobs they have now the ability to buy whatever they want to. They have the ability to interact with whoever they want to. It's just a reality. It's not that you have to like sanction it because it, it will happen naturally. Yeah. You don't have to push them to do, you know, go party yeah. and see if you like it. It's going to happen. Like, yeah. It's going to be a natural course of action for, you know, well-functioning kids. Um, so I don't think we have to push it. But I do think that it has to be a reality that we can't pretend that our kids are not going to do that. We can't pretend that, like, no, we trained them right. They're not going to go and do that thing. And then when they do that thing, you flip out and you freak out and you're like, well, now you're going to hell or you're not going to hell. But (laughs) No, but you pull scare tactics. Yeah, you pull scare tactics. And anger. And it's, yeah, and it's like, I really, I really hope that I'm not this type of parent when my kid, you know, turns 18. Um, I really hope I'm not, but, but yeah, yeah, that's, I think that's, that's natural. And for me to pretend that it's not going to happen is stupid. We can talk, we should talk about parenting sometime. Yeah. Cause we know nothing about it. We know it. nothing. That would be hilarious. <laughs> but you're on your way. Yeah. It's happening. It's happening in a few I'm months. All, I'm sure I'll get there someday. Yeah. Yeah. Be hilarious to have <laughs> that perspective and then do one in like and then three do, years. Yeah. Like, one like, every year. I don't know what I'm doing. Okay. I think it's it's basically yeah. It's basically gonna be we don't know what we're doing still. Yeah. <laughs> but that's and that's I feel like that's the way the, the most parents do it though. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what you're doing. But I think it's a necessity. Nobody can. Your child is weird and it's different from everyone else. Yeah. Um, and you can do general like ideas and take general guidelines, but that kid's different. It's yeah. unique. And then you're and then. They go to church and then okay yeah and then and then what happens? No. then what happens? <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I think uh, it's just it's very interesting. I have you know we obviously have a lot of thoughts on that, but I mm-hmm. think I think the str- is it summary time? Are we summer? Sorry, I my my mind was going summarizing my thoughts. Yeah, uh, yeah. Let's summarize. I was thinking though, but just in as far as what I'm thinking, yeah, the church itself. In in I, when I say church, I, you know, we grew up in Christian church mm-hmm. but like there's obviously a yeah. billion types of churches it's true it provides an amazing amount of structure mm-hmm. it provides an amazing amount of support for people who need it mm-hmm. and some who don't mm-hmm. but it, they're necessary I think churches are necessary like the religions are necessary and just because someone's in a religion 
it doesn't mean that they're bad. It just means that, well, whatever that's going on over there, they really were drawn to. Cool. Let mm-hmm. them let them be. Because like we just talked about, everyone's born, born a little different. Yeah. So cool. But it provides some sort of structure and some sort of outlet for them, whatever that means. Yeah. That's like a n- necessary thing. Mm-hmm. If you don't have that naturally, you need that. And you can find that at a church, mm-hmm. wherever you want to go to church. Yeah. And whatever they believe in, cool. <laughs> but you will find structure and you will find, you'll find dedication, passion, and most of the time, a lot of love. Mm-hmm. And almost no matter what religion it is, you'll find a lot of people who are genuinely concerned about you. Yeah. So that's it's, fantastic. Yeah. So just because I had a terrible experience because I had different desires doesn't mean that that's a terrible thing. It just means that my desires were not reality or not my fate. So cool. I got to deal with that. But that doesn't mean that, you know, that you're, screw you wanna, church and it needs yeah. to go to hell. Mm-hmm. It just means that, you know, I'm not there. That's cool. It still is a good place. And, you know, a lot of people are benefiting from it. So for Anyway, my, that's basically my summary is like people, yeah, structure, it brings an amazing amount of structure and support. So it's, that's a wonderful thing. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I guess my summary is it's, my summary is it's biased cause I still work at a church, but, um, I think church in terms of community is the most important community is the most important aspect of church. Uh, and I think I'm piggybacking on what we talked about last week, but you, can hear a better sermon, you can worship with a better band online, but the thing that you need to do is interact with the community that you have there, build good bonds, um, and don't don't be an overshare. Don't share too early <laughs> before you actually trust somebody, um, and you know that they're safe people um, because there are safe people at churches. You just have to find them. Yep. Yeah. Perfect. Cool. End of podcast five. Dang. Yeah. This is good. It's very good. Really good. All right. Um, please like and subscribe. Check us out on iTunes, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Google Play, all the good stuff. Uh, and until next week, we will see you later. See ya. <laughs>